This edition of the USCC Expo Experience on CannabisRadio.com is brought to you by Regulated Solutions, your partner for producing compliant cannabis and hemp brand events. Learn more at RegulatedSolutions.com. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the USCC Expo Experience. Featuring one-on-one interviews with speakers, exhibitors, and attendees from the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. And now, the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. It's time for our featured interview segment here on the USCC Expo Experience, here on CannabisRadio.com. We are happy to have back on Cannabis Radio, Danny Keith. He's the CEO of Cannabis Club TV. Uh, Danny has built, operated, and sold numerous businesses and has raised over $20 million in nonprofit and corporate fundraising. He's worked in social media, internet development, nonprofits, surf and action sports, and professional sports by way of the Golden State Warriors of the NBA and their minor league affiliate, the Santa Cruz Warriors, before founding Cannabis Club TV or CCTV. Danny, thanks for joining us here on the show. Thank you on this uh, Good Friday. I appreciate it. Yes, we were recording on Good Friday leading up to Easter Sunday, and you know, all is well and good. Real quickly, we're going to ask you about, well, I wanted to just preface first that last December, we had you on the Blunt Business Program, which uses the Expo also sponsors, and for those of you who did not get a chance to listen to that episode, we talked a lot about uh, leading into the business of cannabis with Danny, his work with the surf and action sports sector, his work with the Santa Cruz Warriors, his passion and why it was uh, personally what Brahm, his compassion, his uh, ambition to join in the cannabis space. A lot of great story to tell there, but I have a few things to go ahead and add since we last talked a few months ago. So for those that might have missed that episode, I want to give a brief summary of CannabisClub.tv. It's a real-time, on-demand, streaming over the top network reaches 2.6 month million monthly viewers at 175 point of sale locations in 11 states, delivering cutting edge news, entertainment, including talk shows, pop culture, sports, comedy, cooking, reality TV, business content, straight into dispensaries, waiting rooms, and sales floors across the U.S. Now, one of the newest content providers, the CCTV, was just announced. It's Civilized. And they're launching a full slate of programming with you, including a hit series, Ask a Bud Tender, and First High, along with new shows as part of the new summer lineup of CCTV. So talk to me, uh, Danny, about what a name like Civilized brings to Cannabis Club TV. Well, you know, Civilized is, you know, as with most of the professionally-based content that's out there, you know, what, what we're starting to see from our side is there's not a lot of viable outlets that connect that content with the can of curious customer. And so civilized and us recognize that opportunity and, you know, our delivery is a little bit different than most of the digital signage competition. We're more of an over the top omni channel delivery method, right? So the dispensers can watch different channels at their will. Um, We have evergreen content that's constantly coming through. So we're, we're more than just a digital signage. We're, We're actually, like the Roku of cannabis or the Netflix of cannabis, if you will, offering on-demand streaming. And with Civilized pumping out so much content um, and needing a viable outlet into the space, it just seemed like a natural fit for us to put that together and to basically begin programming just like you would a regular television network uh, with evergreen content and pushing that out to the, to the space, to the consumers. Fantastic. One of the things I also noticed that Civilized did was uh, in March they 
that comedian Chelsea Handler is now on the latest investor. So obviously she'll have some kind of, uh, maybe might have some kind of input or might be able to be involved somehow with some of the things that Civilized is doing. So could there be a chance she could get lured to a TV project and might be her next place to land is CCTV? Well, we know that, you know, Chelsea and Civilized have a, a very close relationship. They did a whole tour through Canada. Uh-huh. And they really got associated well with each other. And, and then that, that led to her, you know, obviously taking a position inside the Civilized brand. You know, she is also launching her own cannabis brand through a company out of uh, Northern California. I believe wow. it's called NorCal Cannabis. And so I expect that the natural progression of things will lend itself to where Civilized will hopefully bridge that relationship between us and her and also maybe collaborate on content creation with obviously the intent to push her new brand through the space. I mean, there are a lot of influencers. I mean, we work what I would consider the number one influencer, Tommy Chong. Yes. But there are tons. Seth Rogen's launching brands. Like, there's yeah. there's a ton of canna celebrities, right, that are starting to enter the space. And, and we're going to – we are positioning ourselves to be that content provider or the content delivery method for those brands. So, you know – one would hope that the natural progression was would be that we connect up. Exactly. The thing is, I mean, I, I do another podcast that talks about broadcasting, kind of a media watchdog kind of deal. And there's a lot of news now where, I mean, Netflix is being hit from all different directions. Disney Plus is about to come out. Apple TV is now about to spend yep. a lot of money. You have Hulu. You have Amazon that's now made a deal with Google to go ahead and put on Chromecast, Google the other way around, and everybody. So, you know, uh, the Marvel Universe, you know, Warner Media, all these major studios and networks, they're all looking to go ahead and segment out. So it obviously makes sense for a Cannabis Club TV to be out there to, f- to service this market and also to offer mainstream that will branch out and will lure more people in. So with that said, uh, you have referred to... Now, there is content out there that we see on television, and but the thing is, that's the whole problem, is that we look at cable network TV... When I look on cable now, Viceland has a show, Bong Appetit. Documentaries like Grass is Greener is appearing on Netflix. The Weed docuseries on CNN was a very prominent thing that Sanjay Gupta did. But you think we're going to get to a point where mainstream content will eventually showcase cannabis without that constant stigma, at least starting with the medical side? Uh, well, you know, one would hope, right? Yeah. I, I think, though, if you look at the reality of it, you know, the where, where we really feel we pretty much tag team two really white hot spaces, which is, you know, obviously the first is cannabis. Mm-hmm. And the second would be the compartmentalization of content delivery, Disney, Roku, Hulu, Netflix, you know, no longer is it going to be, you sign up for your cable provider and you get 200 plus channels. You're going to sign up for internet provision and your smart TV is going to have a suite of apps in their app store that delivers you whatever content you would like. So, we've actually had a unique opportunity to, to embrace technology as it's emerging as well as embrace a space that's quickly emerging. So for us, what we see the value of this whole situation and, and where I think mainstream, I think mainstream television is going to eventually fade away Yeah, and you're going to see the likes. I mean, you already saw Disney yank all of their uh, relationships with dish network. So that carried a suite of channels, ABC, Disney, Major League Baseball, ESPN, probably a couple dozen places. And, you know, Disney made this investment into that space. They actually acquired the MLB's delivery methodology almost a year and a half ago. 
and they've sunk billions of dollars into this play. And what they know is if they can get people subscribing to their uh, network or their suite of apps that deliver their content, they can also control the marketing components and everything else that goes with that. What we want to be is the Disney or the Netflix of cannabis. While all these other shows are out there, Bon Appetit and, you know, all these different programs that are playing in what I would consider a fractured environment. We want to be that aggregated environment that when somebody sits down to consume cannabis or they just want to watch educational content or whatever, that we're the mechanism that's driving it from the pocket to the couch. Right now we're, we're, we broadcast through our mobile app, we broadcast on our website and we broadcast into dispensaries. Once we feel we have a, a really solid, sizable, marketable footprint, we will be launching our in-home play. And the difference for us uh, is that not that we have the billions of dollars backing us like Disney does, yeah. but we have our own delivery mechanism. We have our own CMS and CDN delivery. So we don't have to partner with Apple TV. We don't have to partner with Roku. We can actually spend the money and build our own apps that exist on the Sony TVs or the LGs or the Samsung TVs. They all have app stores that we can code into. So we're already eyeballing that next move, which will be the couch. And that will be where we take all the other eyeballs that we're aggregating now and focusing on the, to these kind of curious people to go home and use Cannabis Club TV in the home like they would their Disney or their Netflix or their Hulu. And Danny, what a great time for it now because it is the time now for this kind of migration in home because it's it's just growing across the board and everybody's looking to get their piece right now. Now, uh, with that said, you know, the technology, you know, just to take a real quick tangent, the streaming technology, especially with MLB TV, because I'm a wrestling fan by heart and I watch, I subscribe to WWE Network. And they use that same technology. It's fantastic. And also, when you have your own proprietary technology, to not have to go and put any part of spend towards that, you have it on your own, established, and it's solid and stable, and you already have it working in this dispensary network through all these different states and all these different stores holding on to it. It's it's a no-brainer. You can move it to in-home and make it very profitable. Now, we've already, you've already mentioned referring to CCTV as the Netflix of cannabis. Well, you know about the billions of dollars now. And that's the thing. From network TV now, you know, they're, they're now competing against the streaming networks for talent for their pilots right now. I saw that just this week. Same thing going with uh, content. When you're having legacy shows, it's a race for content, for talent, and for projects right now. And it's just, it's a wild west right now. It's fantastic. Really fun to see. But now, again, billions of dollars, and I think overspending on many like Netflix or, you know, Apple was spending a billion dollars. Netflix wants, wants to spend $2 billion. Apple TV is putting so much money right now on talent and content. Amazon Prime, Hulu, and others. To the point, I don't think they're going to be able to turn around the investment. I think some of those some of those companies are going to take a, a loss this year because they did too much spending. I don't think they're going to be able to make that back. Disney the same way. So have you thought about that? This might be something that services like CCTV might need to start doing eventually where an investment towards content might be something where you you know even like your own studio set up would that be something that down the line might be part of the business model i mean absolutely i think the the perspective that i took with the company when we we began to roll out into this model was you know the cannabis space is is an adult space and so being that it's an adult space it's the reason why you're not seeing, you know, or if you're seeing content, it's on a Viceland or it's on a, a Netflix because then it's an opt-in subscriber-based 
viewer. So we, we saw that early on and, and because, because nobody's really making that investment into the omni-channel play for cannabis at the moment. I mean, I think we're one of the few, there really isn't a lot of outlets for these cannabis manufacturers, cannabis content manufacturers. And I'm talking the likes of civilized Mary Jane, be real, all these guys that are putting out all these people that are putting out amazing cannabis content, cannabis tilted or cannabis infused, however you want to give it a moniker. Sure. There's really not a lot of places for them to exist. So I kind of look at I kind of look at what we're doing, much like when TV was coming on board in the early '50s and, and '60s, right. where you know content had nowhere to live. And so because of that fact, we decided early on that rather than trying to compete and create and spend to do our own content, we would become the premier broadcast platform for that content that will automatically lend itself to us investing hopefully into different shows for talent or creating our own shows. I mean, we've, we've got a number of shows that we've got in the, in the books right now for Tommy to produce. Um, one of them that we were going to do last year and we, we were struggling to get people to finance it because it was still so early in the space that the investors that were trying to come in on that show didn't see the return. And I actually appreciated that because we would have been yeah. fighting off way more than we could handle at the particular time. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be kind of a, a travel Anthony Bourdainish ghost hunter style show where Tommy's going in to different parts around the country, kind of like a Ooh. traveling cannabis show yeah. where we go and highlight different legal and illegal situations, kind of like a moonshine approach. So we have a whole treatment and a sizzle done but we've had so much more success right now. We have over 50 channels in our dispensaries and we have more than that online. And we have like, I just got a show sent to me today um, by a gentleman named Michael Boris, medicinal Mike, that's called highly ghosted. And it's <laughs> all like ghost adventure style oh, stuff, wow. but with, with stoners. Right. And yeah. so what we want to be is we want to be that vehicle that provides the opportunity for these amazing content manufacturers and creative insights to deliver their content to the cannabis tilted. And so it's almost like we have to understand where, what our lane is too, and not get overexcited on trying to control tip to tail on, on a production. And, and so that is really kind of how Hollywood started was, you know, you didn't have these massive studios that were financing and controlling it. They worked with creative people and we're going through that Renaissance again. Like I believe, not just in cannabis, but in the, in the space as well. You touched on it in the beginning part of this call, which is, you know, before if you wanted to have a show on or you wanted to be an actor or you wanted to write a treatment or you had a screenplay or whatever, the vehicle by which to get there was very narrow. Now you don't need the studios. You can become a YouTube sensation tomorrow if you have the skills and the ability to market yourself. So it's kind of created this, again, to your comment, wild west mentality of, what, what are we going to see out there? And you're going to see some really bad stuff, obviously, and you're going to see some really amazing stuff. I, I think that's where we're at right now, and that's what's so exciting for what we're doing. And there is a kind of a mix where I watch quite a bit of YouTube content, and I'll tell you what, I mean, even just watching produced content through YouTube, a lot of people can get access to 4K cameras. They can get good production quality equipment. They can produce quality stuff out there, and easily watchable and visible on any TV platform, it just looks just as good without having to go do that overspend. And I think that's something that's got to be said about where you see other companies putting out content and looking for the talent, but, you know, 
Yeah, go for the talent you think is hot. But you know what? There's something to be said about figures like Tommy Chong. I mean, I'll tell you, you just saw the other day. The Brady Bunch are getting back together. They're going to build, rebuild their old house on HDTV. I'm like, yep. what a fantastic concept. Like, you can bring people back into the mix. You can introduce new characters. This is where you want to be. And on top of that, it, it's adult-based, so you can let the language slide. You can let certain themes slide if you want. Comedy could be a, a threshold here. I mean, you can have a bountiful wasteland of great comedy here. Uh, that could come on here and really have the chance to thrive and grow. Not to mention documentaries, not to mention any content. There's a freewheeling deal. It would be like the early days of what HBO did when they got the Sopranos on board and things like that, where another golden age of television, it just is going to be streaming and the niches are going to happen. It's not going to, these networks can't just do enough to sustain. We're going to get point to a very a la carte system. And if a CCTV comes across, and it's not just cannabis-infused, cannabis-related, but I think there's other programming that can come out of this and branch out that would definitely lure in a mainstream audience. Grabbing that right there, it's a total situation that benefits what you're doing, and that's a viability now without that much spend. Well, and I think you know the golden age of television, we're going to start seeing the platinum age of broadcasting, and yeah. I think... With regards to the shows, you know, like we, we now have onboarded Mary Jane. They have, they're making content on the weekly. I mean, so our evergreen percentage is going up. You know, we're, we're talking to, you know, it's preliminary, but we're in discussions with Be Real people. Would be amazing to have them on our network. And so I think organically, you know, what, what we've done is we've created the attraction. We've created the opportunity. We've proven ourselves on delivery. We're moving and growing. And we're not reckless and we're being methodical and we're being open-minded and we're working with these great partners and these relationships are being built on a very solid foundation of trust and we're allowing the co-monetization efforts to take place. They can monetize it. We can monetize it. We don't try to dip into each other's pockets at the moment. All with the final goal, like every content manufacturer that we bring on to the platform, we let them know and in our contract we say, when we move into the home, here's how this is going to look for us. And, and so we've got this vision and this destination in place, but we're also taking our time to walk the line and to create that footprint across the nation and eventually the globe with our distribution network to utilize that to, to entertain and engage consumers with short form content in the dispensary to then eventually convert them to the in the home play. That will complete our cycle. And that's always been our vision from the beginning. So when we've been in competition with some of these out of home or digital signage companies that try to push up against us. Yeah. We try to explain to them, like, we're not your enemy here. We're actually can hang side by side with you yes. while you're doing your digital signage play. We're, we're glad to be the entertainment education hub in these dispensaries. And more and more our growth through dispensaries is becoming organic, especially with these multi-state operators that see us as an easy footprint solution to come in and create an atmosphere for them in their dispensaries as they open. That's fantastic. I, I love that you're able to get that real, that real uh, camaraderie like that with other companies like that. The other thing i got to tell you, too, when it comes to content, and Danny, I'm telling you, you know, I've been following uh, on, for other circles uh, the issues in Hollywood. There's a strike basically right now, a fallout between the Writers Guild and the talent agents. And that whole deal that the talent agents are trying to get this package deal for all these different writers, showrunners, content producers, and they're going to look for grassroots projects to go to without much of an investment they're not going to go to the big studios and and the the movie studios and the networks they're going to look for partners like you 
content providers and a place where they can have a home to put this content because instead of fighting with the bigwigs in Hollywood, they can just go somewhere online, find a good source like yours, based in California, and go to you and say, you know what, I have a project here. I've been fighting for years to get this project off the ground. The agents have screwed me over. The studios don't want to listen to me. I want to come to you and bring it to your table. That can happen. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we're seeing. And, you know, I think to the point that you made, you know, back in the day, and that wasn't so long ago, right. if you came up with a pilot episode, you pitched it to a studio, and oftentimes you were having to buy that pilot episode airtime to be yeah. able to get your, your content onto that network and showcase it. And then no way would you ever, that was it. You were married to that one, yeah. that one studio. And like, let's just take friends. Like they were married to one studio. Now you can produce content and you can shop it. You can, you yes. can produce content and go, we're going to be on Hulu. We're going to be on Apple TV. We're going to be on Amazon. We're yeah. going to be. So it's like what the, the thing that I think that we have an opportunity to win, right? When you look at any business opportunity, the first thing you look at is, is there a problem? If there's a problem and you can manufacture a solution, can you monetize that solution? And then from there, you have to, the most important part is, what is the actual size of the pie? Like, what is the opportunity? Because if you don't examine that, you're more or less pursuing an expensive hobby. And so when we look at what we're doing and, and the, the, the inevitable gold rush, if you will, that's happening or green rush that's happening in cannabis. And yeah. You know, as states begin to open and education becomes necessary, and we're dealing with a large subset of consumers that are completely uh, undereducated on what the opportunities are. And so all we have to do, just like sports, you watch MLB, I'm an, or you watch the wrestling, I'm an NBA weirdo, so oh, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. constantly buy every single app I can to watch the NBA when I'm traveling. And so that's the association <laughs> we're trying to create, which is, if you're truly a can of curious person and you want to be educated and you want to watch cannabis based content and it goes as far as like, like gathering movie titles like pineapple express or the Cheech and Chong suite yeah. or whatever it may be that when people go, Oh man, I want to watch, you know what we want to be as first of mind when it comes to cannabis entertainment or education, no matter where that person is, whether it's mobily web or in their home or in the dispensary. So I think the goal is, that in addition to working with great content providers is to create that relationship with the consumer that, cause there are so many options. The next challenge is going to be out of the 400 plus, uh, you know, omni-channel delivery components that are out there, which one are you paying for? Uh, I happen to have a son who's, you know, 25 years old. He has Hulu, YouTube, Red, uh, Netflix, <laughs> you know, but he doesn't have cable, you know, he doesn't watch cable at all. And so, no we've gone from that Tuesday night happy days programming oh, yeah. to whenever you want on whatever platform you want based on what platform has most of what you want. And so people are going to be changing platforms like they change shoes. Once something stales out, those people are going to leave that platform unsubscribe and go find something else. So we're living in such an exciting time with the regard of content delivery. It's going to be really interesting to see how Disney pushes up against Netflix and, you know, I got the, I had the fortunate uh, capability to watch Reed launch Netflix. He's like within 20 minutes from my house and go through the process of delivering DVDs and sitting in, in a, like a fireside chat, you know, very intimate one with him saying DVDs are gone. We're going to be streaming this across the internet. And at the time we were still getting 10 megs down. We weren't getting any sort of internet 
content at all. And you just looked at him like, what are you talking about? And now here we are 10 plus years later and DVDs are almost obsolete. And so I think, you know, I think with what we're going to start seeing in the next two to five years is going to be pretty amazing. And we're going to start seeing some, you know, unfortunately really bad content, but also some really amazing content across these different delivery channels. Couple points I got to make with what you just said right there. The days of must see TV, we were old enough to remember what that was, and that's long gone. And that's for Lee, yep. as for the NBA, I have League Pass at my house too. And I, I can only imagine, yeah, you know, Golden State Warriors are winning a lot of games, championships. So I can understand get, investing in that too. So that's a good platform as well. Uh, anyway, Danny, again, another great conversation. We can go on for hours and hours. I guess we'll have to continue this conversation in Miami when you uh, come and join us. So real quickly, tell us about uh, all the ways we can access CCTV and what other programming we can look forward to for those that are ready to go ahead and get their eyes on it and get casting onto it. You know, right now you can find us on our mobile app um, for iPhones. You can just go uh, type in Cannabis Club TV. All of our channels are available there. You can always go visit us online and watch it through your web browser, or you can check it out in the in one of the dispensaries in across 16 different states that we exist in. Um, and then we're constantly adding new content. We're, we've broadcast 34,000 hours and almost two and a half million videos last month alone. Wow. And every, every location that we put into play adds 300 hours per device of broadcast opportunity. Um, if I may real quick, yeah. Since we last spoke, we did extend into two other verticals. Um, one well, of them is in the hydro it, yes. space, uh-huh. and the other one is in head shops. And, you know, we're Cannabis Club TV in the cannabis space. We're Harvest TV inside hydro stores, and we're Head Shop TV inside head shops. So we understand that the three of those have a massive overlap yes. in content, advertising, and customers. And we're trying to service and bookend uh, the components that we need to for our customers so that we can build brands across all three of those verticals. Yeah, so like the same, almost like the same idea like Stars. They have, you know, their their main channel. They have the one that's action, one that's like Encore, and this and that. Like, yeah, definitely. That makes total sense. So, And, you know, much to that a point about Stars is like we we look at each individual vertical separately and we use that same – I don't know if stars and BET are combined, but the BET model, which is, you know, BET blew up because they took content that nobody else wanted to, to broadcast and put it on their platform. That guy's entire success was born off of the same thing we're doing, which is aggregating great content that other people weren't showcasing. So if you're a content manufacturer, get at us. We, we look at everything. We're willing to give chances to people. We're willing to coach people and give them opportunities. So we're, we're here as an open book for the space. Feel free to reach out to me. You can get a hold of me through the website, CannabisClub.tv, or you can send us a DM on Instagram at CannabisClubTV as well. Fantastic. Yeah, you mentioned Robert Johnson, the BET, which really definitely worked good. And that's a good a good idea to work off as a business model. So Danny Keith, again, you mentioned CannabisClub.tv. You also mentioned Harvest TV, HRVST TV, and The Head Shop TV. You can also find that at all of your, uh, all stores you can find that will have it available for you to watch real time and on demand. And obviously you're talking about an in-home model. Love to get you back once you're talking about that on our Blunt Business Show. And uh, we're looking forward to having you, Miami, speak with us at the show. Uh, and thanks again for making time to join us here on the show. Hey, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Again, 
Like you said, we could talk for hours. Um, it's exciting. This yeah. space is exciting. And, you know, one last comment. If you want to be in cannabis, pick something that you love to do. Focus on it. Have perseverance. And hopefully it will pay off for you. Can't agree with you more. Thank you again for making time to join us. And thank you all for listening here. Again, we want to make sure that you join us for the, as the evolution of the cannabis industry, much like the evolution of television it is. You can join thousands of industry professionals and listen to people like Danny that will be joining us August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. You can register now at usccexpo.com, usccexpo.com. That's where you register. Hope you get your tickets today. Thanks for joining us here for the USCC Expo experience. You can download past episodes by going to CannabisRadio.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Give us a big rate and review there, big five stars, if you will. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.